This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, making the world healthier and greener one day at a time. Welcome, everyone. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you all for joining me. Is your diet feeding or defeating disease? This is the question we will answer today. And more important, we will tell you what foods to be sure to include in your diet daily. Joining me is Dr. William Lee, world-renowned physician, scientist, speaker, and author of the book, Eat to Beat Disease, the new science of how your body can heal itself. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you, Dr. Claudia. Welcome uh, help, welcome for uh, the, uh, the opportunity to talk. I am so excited to talk to you today, and I think that the listeners are going to gain so much knowledge and information about why it's important to eat healthy. But I also think it's important to note that our bodies are designed to fight disease. I learned that from your book. We kind of all understand that, but your book really pinpoints that we are designed to fight it but it's misunderstood how food can actually amplify this hidden power. Right. So much of uh, the emphasis on food and health is on unhealthy foods and how foods that can take down our health should be avoided. What I've tried to do is to flip that focus on its head by saying, let's try to understand what makes our body healthy, what activates our health defenses so that we can actually repel disease, stay away from disease, and what are the foods that we should be adding to our body, to our lives, rather than focusing on what um, we should be cutting out? And, and that's really what the book is all about. And I like that you spin it and you talk about the foods that we should be including instead of the foods that we should be cutting out. Because we live in a world where food is accessible to many of us and there's so many options. And instead of always thinking from a restrictive perspective, it's important to just note, like, what should we be eating every day that's accessible to us that's going to make us the healthiest? So what are those foods? <laughs> Well, so I think what's really important is to step, take a step back and I'll try to give you a little frame of how I think about it. So I'm a doctor, internal medicine, so I take care of men and women, young and old, healthy and sick. And my goal has always been to uh, maintain and restore health whenever possible. I'm also a research scientist, so I'm somebody who actually looks for the evidence and the data, kind of a take no prisoners approach to understanding how something works and whether it actually works. And the whole idea about food and health isn't about superfoods. We hear so much about, you know, eat this superfood this month and next month there'll be another superfood. That's mostly marketing. There is no single superfood. What is actually super is our human body. Like it's really remarkable. And when it comes to food and health, it's not just about the food. It's, a, it's also about how our body responds to what we feed it. Feed it something bad, you know, start taking down our health defenses. If you did something good, it'll build it up and shields are raised. And that's really what it's all about. That is such an important point because I have so many patients that say to me, do I have to eat chia seeds? I just don't like chia seeds. And that's one of the superfoods. So I like that you break it down and talk about foods that are going to help our body just do what it needs to do, that innate knowing. You talked a little bit about, you mentioned the defense systems. What are they and how many are there? I kind of did my research on this and, and didn't stumble upon it. I actually chased it down because when I was in medical school, one of the things that we learned every single day was what is disease? And I asked a different question. I asked, what is health? And never got that answer in four years of medical school and frankly, you know, decades of practice afterwards. 
it turns out that our health isn't just the absence of disease, right? Are you healthy? Yeah, I am. I'm not sick. Um, but actually, it turns out our health is a result of our body's innate, hardwired defenses that were formed when we were in our mother's womb that are actually firing in all cylinders from the moment we're born, our first breath on planet Earth. Our health defense systems are working on our behalf um, to keep us healthy. And they, they continue to fire and to defend our health until our very last breath. And so it's really taking a look at what these defenses are. There's five of them. One is called angiogenesis. Angio is blood, blood vessels. Genesis is how they grow. There's 60,000 miles worth of circulation packed inside our body that bring oxygen nutrients to every cell in our body. One depends on second. Our stem cells, we regenerate from the inside out very naturally. That's why our hair grows back. That's why our skin uh, regenerates. That's actually why when we um, burn our mouths with something really hot, um, the tissue inside our mouth repairs itself overnight, almost like magic. It's actually regeneration. Our third health defense system is our gut microbiome, which many people will have heard about. But this is a 39 trillion numbered ecosystem of healthy bacteria that function on our behalf. They go to bat for us every single day. And we feed our gut bacteria. Our gut bacteria pay us back by improving our metabolism, helping us heal, text messaging our brain to release social hormones, uh, improving our immune system. And then our DNA is our third, fourth health defense system. More than a genetic code, our DNA can fix itself. That's a profound concept, which is that if we have damaged our DNA, like a mutation that can set up for cancer, our DNA is hardwired to repair itself, kind of like um, repaving a pothole in the highway, just as it forms. Really, really important. And then finally, our immune system. Who hasn't thought about our immune system in the last three years? Our immune system not only protects us from invaders like bacteria and viruses in the outside world, but a lot of people don't realize that our immune system protects us from invaders inside our body, within our body, and that heart is cancer cells as well. So these five health defense systems, androgenesis, stem cells, microbiome, DNA protection, and our immune system, these are the forces at work that keep us from being sick more often. In terms of those five defense systems, is it our diet that really helps to amplify those? And is that what we should be relying on to keep us healthy for longer? Well, that's really the untapped resource is realizing that food is a tool that is in everyone's toolbox, right? So we're, when we think about healthcare, oftentimes people think about, well, I got to go to my doctor to get healthcare. But in point of fact, we go to the doctor for sick care usually when we're actually not feeling well, we go there to have our sickness cared for. But actually healthcare is what we do at home. And what we do is prescribe ourselves medicine, food as medicine, three times a day. Every time we go to the market, you don't need to go to the pharmacy. You just go to the aisles. You go to the produce section and you start picking out foods that to, to many people, it's kind of mindless or habit or, you know, you, you go for, you're a sucker for the marketing and go for the tasty box, colorful bits. But in point of fact, I think where we are now, what the science teaches us is that we can be mindful of our choices. And these choices groom, support, nurture, and elevate our health defenses. Think about this, shield up. That's what we actually want every time we make a decision at the grocery store, in front of the stovetop. Um, and, and actually when we go out to restaurants as well, we're able to now have much more knowledge than we did 10 years ago to be able to make those intelligent choices 
to help elevate and activate our health defensors. Let's let me ask you about the 80-20 rule. We all hear about this. A lot of us talk about it. Um, do you feel that 80-20 is the way to go? Or are you suggesting that we never have a slice of cake or you never have something that's not healthy? So I think about I, I have a kind of a holistic view about um, health in general, my health, and I think everyone else's health, I try to advise them, which is, look, my first principle is life is for the living, meaning that you really want to actually enjoy your life. You want to have a long, prosperous, vital, enjoyable life. Nobody wants to basically go against the grain of human nature. Human nature abhors deprivation, okay? Uh, and so the point is that we're all going to want to do things that actually bring us joy and pleasure. Health is one of those things that bring me joy. So I like to align uh, health, uh, attaining health, maintaining health, and also um, eating well. So to me, the perfect alignment is when I can choose foods that actually also I enjoy eating that also keep me healthy, right? That's really the, the triple win here. So in my book, Eat to Beat Disease, one of the things that I do is I actually go through um, the research of 200 different foods that are very common. You can find them in the grocery store. You can find them on restaurant menus when they list what the ingredients are in the dishes. And also a few less common, some unusual foods that, you know, are sort of surprise and delight. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. I've never even seen that before. I, you know, I, I, I want to tantalize people to be interested um, in, in exploring uh, their food because after all, that's actually part of the pleasure as well is that we get to actually have variety and diversity um, in our diet. So here's what I'd say. If you spend most of your time nurturing your health defenses, every now and then we are all human. We're going to actually eat something. It may not be so good for us. That's okay. That's fine. Because you know what? You've been caring for your health defenses. Your shields are up anyway. You'll be able to deflect that bullet um, and, and still live um, uh, throughout the day. And that's what I kind of think is that spend most of your time thinking about your health defenses every now and then. You're allowed to be human. You're allowed to do something that you enjoy that might not be that good for you, but please get back on the wagon and, 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 and treat yourself the right way. And I feel like when you're aware of how important proper nutrition is and how easy it is to access great foods, colorful vegetables, you actually enjoy eating so much more. I find that I'm attracted to all those colorful fruits and vegetables because I'm aware of the effect it's going to have on my body. Now, until reading your book, I never thought about it in terms of the five defenses. I just thought, okay, I'm, I'm encouraging health. But now that I'm thinking about it from those five defenses that I need to be working for me daily, I'm going to be even more inspired to make those healthy choices. And then when you look at something that's not so healthy, because this happens to me, I think, oh, I, I can only imagine what that's going to do to my body. And I'm less inclined to overindulge um, as opposed to indulge in it. I just have a taste just because you do want to tantalize your taste buds a little bit, just that you can tell the difference. You know, the other kind of next layer, next level of all of this uh, is eating those same foods that activate the health systems, the latest research shows that it actually also improves your metabolism as well. It grooms, it polishes, it buffs, makes your metabolism more efficient. And a good, healthy metabolism allows us to actually be more vigorous for a longer period of time as well. And so that's the other issue, you know, um, I think that so much of food has been stigmatized. So much of talk about food is associated with 
body image and body fat and dieting uh, and, and doing extreme kinds of things, I'm trying to yoke everything back to where food started, which is really sustenance as a starting point, which we want to make sure that we're nourishing ourselves, but then enjoyment, which is really where culinary culture comes from. You know, the, so my answer to how do you eat Dr. Lee, um, I actually tell them that, you know, I eat, I, I don't eat a diet. I eat using an approach and my approach is called Mediterranean. So we know that two of the healthiest diets in the world come from the patterns, come from the Mediterranean countries, which is more than 20 different countries. And also Asia, which is more than 40 different countries. So you're talking about 60, 70 different countries in total. And each of them have their own remarkable thousands of year old culinary traditions that are sewn into, baked into their culture using fresh ingredients, using preparation techniques that taste great, combinations of foods, colorful foods, diverse diversity, um, uh, spices and herbs. And so many of the things that we're rediscovering, you know, you hear about turmeric and you hear about, you know, um, uh, uh, goji berries and you hear about uh, garlic and onions and celery. All these things actually were known inherently in these culinary cultures. And what's different now is that science is, is really sharpening the pencil point on our understanding of why they're actually healthy. Now, although we know that there are five defenses that we need to keep activated and strong, and we can do so through food, not everybody can avoid diseases like cancer. And in your book, you talk about the hundred foods that can enhance your body's ability to starve cancer and keep tumors small. Let's talk a little bit about that. Cancer is an abnormal um, uh, cell that winds up growing large. And most people fear cancer because you've got these unusual growths that, are, that could be lethal. Uh, growing your breast, your colon, or your brain, or your lung, or any, any, frankly, any possible organ. A lot of people don't realize this, but we're all forming microscopic cancers in our body all the time, just like pimples. And just like a pimple, most of these microscopic cancers we'll never know about because they're never going to hurt us. Here's how it works. Our body has 40 trillion cells. It, each of these cells have to divide to reproduce, copy-paste itself so that we're around tomorrow, Right. That's basically why we're still uh, here um, day after day, is our cells divide and replicate. Now, every time there's a copy-paste, a mistake can be made. When a mistake is made, that actually is a mutation. And so you've got the beginning from every single mistake of a potential microscopic cancer. The healthy body actually has 10,000 mistakes it makes every single day. Each mistake is a potential microscopic cancer. And so what happens is that our body's health defenses, the same ones I talked about, those five, actually prevent those little mini cancers from growing up. Androgenesis starves cancer so that there's no blood supply to the cancer. Stem cells are, um, uh, uh, cancer stem cells can be attacked within the body. Um, microbiome actually lowers inflammation to decrease the ability of the cancer to flare up and grow. DNA repair fixes mutations that can occur. And then the immune system actually conducts surveillance to wipe out and mop up any of these microscopic cancers that can exist as well. So foods, there's more than a hundred of them, can activate just the cancer-starving defense alone. Cancer is something that a lot of people don't understand. They just fear it. But it turns out, and a lot of people don't know this, is that we as humans are forming little microscopic cancers in our body all the time like pimples. If a pimple is on your face, you would see it. But if it's growing on your back, you would never know. And your body will take care of it 
And so too, it's exactly how cancers are in our body, even when we're children. And here's the reason why. Our human bodies are made out of 40 trillion cells. And each of these cells has to replicate or divide or, or copy itself, the copy paste, so that tomorrow we're still around. That's basically why we're around day after day, this copy paste um, uh, phenomenon of our cells. If I told you to copy and paste 10 words on a word processor, on a word document, you do it perfectly. If I told you to do 100, of, 100 times, you might make a mistake. If I told you to do it 40 trillion times, you would definitely make a mistake. And that's what our body does. And that's a setup for cancer, making mistakes and copying cells. You know how many um, uh, mistakes a human body makes every single day? There are 40 uh, trillion cells that make 10,000 DNA copying mistakes every 24 hours. Each of those 10,000 mistakes is, can turn into a little microscopic cancer. So those are little pimples that are cancers in our body, and they can't grow up because they don't have the blood supply. All right? And so this is where the 100 foods that I mentioned uh, actually that we can eat, elevate, um, uh, shore up our body's natural anti-angiogenic defense systems, meaning that it helps our body prevent blood vessels from feeding those little microscopic cells. And so eating foods that cut off the blood supply to tumors actually will prevent that cancer from growing. When we come back, more from Dr. Lee on angiogenesis, diet, and dementia. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 105.9 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Dr. Lee explained the five defense systems and how our bodies are designed to fight disease and how we can amplify this ability with the proper diet. Dr. Lee, you mentioned earlier a little bit about angiogenesis, but I think it's really important for listeners to know what that is because truthfully, I was fascinated with the concept as well when I read the book. So let's just tune in the listeners to what it is and how it can help us. Right. Well, angiogenesis is, a, is a, uh, actually quite simple to understand. Angio is the Greek word for blood or blood vessel, and genesis is how they grow. So angiogenesis is how our body grows blood vessels, and our blood vessels actually form a 60,000-mile series of channels. These are the highways and byways that are under our skin, and they bring oxygen and nutrients to every single cell, every single organ in our body. So when we actually have a healthy circulation and created by angiogenesis, we're healthy. And when our blood vessel system is sick, right? When we don't have, we have too few blood vessels and our organs aren't, are starved, they don't have enough blood supply, or we have too many blood vessels where actually some diseases like cancer cells can be fed. They are fed oxygen and nutrients and can be dangerous. Or the blood vessels, if there's too many, can leak and bleed. That's also a problem. So our Angiogenesis defenses actually sit as a zone of health, not too few, not too many. I call it the Goldilocks zone, right? Just like the three bears, not too hot, not too cold, but just right. We want just the right number of blood vessels. Our body is perfectly hardwired to maintain them. And the goal of eating foods is to help our body maintain that degree of circulation where um, our healthy cells are fed, our healthy organs are fed, 
um, and cancers and other diseases are not. Eating food and enjoying nutrition is so important and is part of a healthy lifestyle. Is it ever too late to make a difference to your health with using food as medicine? Can you go too far in the wrong direction and not be able to bounce back? Or can we always use food to heal ourselves? Yeah, well, Dr. Claudia, this is the most amazing thing is that the human body is so resilient. We're able to bounce back at any time. Doesn't mean that you can bounce back to how healthy you are when you're a teenager or in your 20s, but we can always bounce back from something that isn't so good for us. I mean, think about it. You wind up actually um, pulling an all-nighter and you feel pretty groggy the next day. You know, within a few days, you'll be back to your normal self, right? Um, uh, and and by, by the way, this is how we actually recover from illness. Our health defenses re help us rebound back to who we are. This idea of human resiliency is really, really important because... If you're somebody who has, since you were a teenager, been taking care of your body in your 20s, you're working out, eating well, getting enough sleep, lowering your stress. Look, nobody really does that that well for their whole life. More likely, you're somebody who's in, a, you know, in the prime of your life or maybe middle age or maybe a little older. And you know, you've had the same wear and tear uh, as life actually throws at us. Maybe you've actually fallen off the wagon of health a few times, a few extra pounds. Maybe you've eaten or drank drank a little bit too much, that's okay. As long as you can actually slow that ship down, put less harmful things in your body, your body will actually recover. It'll rebound. The long, the more you've actually kind of been under the water, the longer it'll take to bounce back. But you got to be patient. You got to you have to trust that your body will actually recover itself. Now, you can speed it along the recovery by eating well. And that's where nutrition becomes so vitally important. And understanding which foods help your blood, your circulation, which foods help us regenerate further, which foods actually help our gut microbiome, help our DNA repair itself and help our immune system. Those are things that we can actually do to speed up our recovery. And what would be some, give me a few examples of foods that you recommend we include in our daily diet. Now I use the word diet. I don't mean what you're not eating. I mean, not even restrictive. I mean, what are the foods that we should be including to make us and keep us the healthiest and get those defense systems up and running? Yeah. I mean, people always ask me, what are the top 10 foods? Let me just sort of frame, I'm going to give you some foods, but let's just frame it to say your body loves diversity, your health loves eating diverse foods. This idea of eating the same food and a ton of it all the time, you throw that out the window because it doesn't work for you. And so here's the thing, there's more than 200 foods. I wrote about this in my book that you can actually just flip through the pages and, 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 and the tables that what I do is tell people to take a Sharpie and just circle the ones that you already love. So some examples, angiogenesis, what helps angiogenesis? Apples, pears, uh, mushrooms, tomatoes, green tea, what helps your stem cells? Dark chocolate, barley. What helps your gut microbiome? Um, broccoli rabe. Uh, uh, mushrooms will do the same thing. Uh, uh, any kind of whole grain. Uh, chia seeds. Uh, 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 Omega-3 fatty acids. What happens to your DNA? Kiwi. Actually, it's a remarkable. To tomatoes. Uh, strawberries will also help. What about your immune system? Blueberries. Cranberries. Pomegranate. Um, um, and of course, dark leafy greens uh, tend to span the gamut in terms of the benefits that they actually uh, deliver. And so, you know, if in this kind of litany of foods that I just um, uh, barreled through, you're like, hey, you know, I don't mind dark chocolate or hey, you know, I kind of like tomatoes. 
well, listen, you're already a winner because it means the foods that you already like are good for you. So now you can actually tell people to focus on the foods that you already like because you're ahead of the game. And then from that, build onto it by looking at other foods you want to try to explore or combine with the ones that you already love. I absolutely love that advice. And I absolutely adore your book, Eat to Beat Disease. And I'm so thankful for your time today, for your knowledge and all the amazing work that you're doing. If listeners want to get your book, and I recommend that they do, how can they do that? And if they want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, and I just recommend people to come to my website. It's at www.drdrwilliamlee.com. Sign up for my newsletter every single week. I should put out lots of information, new data, new research, practical tips, things that you want to shop, seasonal things that you might want to do. Um, and then, you know, I do a master class. I um, actually have mini courses. I've got for people who are serious, do a deep dive uh, for a month long online course with me that I come up and do Q and A's and additional tutorials. Um, these are all things that I really believe. Um, uh, and I, I developed these during the pandemic is sort of like, well, you know, people are interested in figuring out um, how to actually bring their health to the next level. Please come to my website. You can also find my books, Eat to Beat Disease and the forthcoming book, Eat to Beat Your Diet, which I'm super excited by because it takes everything that you love, Dr. Colony, about my first book. And, it, and it's a sequel that takes us to the next level to show you how to optimize your own metabolism. I cannot wait to get my hands on the second book. And once again, I'm so thankful for you. Everybody listening, get a copy of the book, Eat to Beat Disease. You can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Macchiella or my website, ClaudiaMacchiella.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. I hope this helps you live your best life. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at healthyplanetcanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.